Shalom, and thank you for listening to sermons from Tikvot Israel, a Messianic synagogue in the heart of Richmond, Virginia. Listening to the podcast is great, but if you want the full experience, please join us Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. for our worship service. We are located at the corner of Boulevard and Grove, across from the Art Museum. For more information, you can visit our website at tikvotisrael.com. There, you can support the ministry, learn more about Messianic Judaism, and contact us with any questions or comments. May Hashem bless you through the hearing of His Word. Lord God, just thank you for this morning and our time of worship and fellowship together in your house, Lord, and uh, the integrity of your Word that we put on in our hearts and minds, Lord, and just uh, thank you for this time and Help me to speak the words that you want me to say, Lord, and uh, get my stuff out of the way that I only speak what you want to say. In Yeshua's name, amen. So, well, this morning I want to talk about what I call your second wind. Your second wind. What does it mean to have a second wind? You've probably heard that term before, haven't you? The dictionary defines a second win as a new strength or energy to continue doing something that is an effort. Uh, Another dictionary defined it this way, a new surge of energy after a period of mental or physical exhaustion. A new surge of energy after a period of mental or physical exhaustion. Now that expression, second win, it's, uh, it's a term athletes use especially long-distance runners. You know, we just had the Richmond Marathon out here just two, three weeks ago, right? So I would imagine some of those runners during the run were experienced a second wind at some point. It's derived from the fact that a person's metabolism changes to a more efficient mode during prolonged exercise. It's they're going along, you know, they're in mile 13, mile 14. It's like, you know, it's, it's really... But I, I think I can do it. I think I'm going to, you know, I'm pacing. My breathing's getting a little, you know, more normal. I can do it. I can do it. There are times in life when you may get tired. It may seem like you are so busy, working so hard, yet progress is slow, or maybe no progress at all, it seems like. It seems like you're just running in place. Spinning your wheels, so to speak, it can cause us to almost lose our passion for life. In 2001, the United States sent troops to Afghanistan to fight al-Qaeda. I don't think anyone at that time would have dreamed we would still have soldiers there in 2017. Battle fatigue is a term to describe soldiers who have been in prolonged combat over extended periods of time. When soldiers go off to war, they're usually excited. Yes, there's danger, but they're thinking about, but they're full of adrenaline. They're thinking about victory. They're thinking about getting the job done and coming home quickly. But once they get there, they can experience hardship, sacrifices, and prolonged danger. It can wear on them. They may become quiet, sullen, and numb. There may be something in your life that you've been praying for, you've been hoping for. Could be a new job. It could be to 
get a business off the ground. It may be to meet the person of your dreams to spend the rest of your life with. It may be to get healed from a medical condition that you've had or delivered from a, a negative situation you're dealing with. <clears throat> you've prayed and you've prayed and you're waiting and you're still waiting. It may be to the point where it is affecting your ability to enjoy life. The word weary means to lose one's sense of pleasure. Think about that. Not to feel the enjoyment of life that you once had. If you allow yourself to become weary, you'll be tempted to quit. You may have noticed that we have had some trouble this year with our buildings, heating, and air conditioning. This past July, our air conditioning went out. The equipment was old, needed to be replaced. But delivery on the air conditioning equipment was four weeks out. What were we going to do? Not to mention the fact that it was expensive. But our heating and air conditioning contractor was able to do a temporary fix, keep it running until the new unit could be installed. In fact, we just had that one Shabbat this past July where we didn't have the air conditioning, and they were able to get it running until they were actually able to put the equipment in this fall. It was hard. It was stressful. The Anglican church that rents from us and has services here on Sunday, they were getting ready to move in. I had to let them know that we're having air conditioning problems. It wasn't clear when it was going to get fixed yet. Would they change their mind? Would they walk away? Thankfully, they were understanding and stayed with us. We then, we then needed some services fall on our heating system to get ready for the winter. Again, it was a major cleanup and repairs had to be made. It took them two weeks to complete, working on the, the furnace downstairs, replacing parts, cleaning the system out, getting it all up in working order. And even during this time, we had to go through a Shabbat service without the heat working. It was a little uncomfortable. We finally got it running, and all was good, until this past Saturday night when we had a major malfunction again. I've spent many hours this week in the furnace room and up on the roof. Believe me, it can be tiring. It can get frustrating. We have an obligation to provide you with a safe, comfortable environment to come to worship and fellowship in here in this, in this building. I tell you, on the way to victory, we will always face the weariness test. Let's look at some verses that talk about this in the Bible. If you could pull up the first one, Gordon, Galatians. Galatians 6, 9. It says, So let us not lose heart in doing good, for in due time we will reap if we don't give up. If we don't give up. The Apostle Shaul was encouraging the Messianic community in Galatia. He was saying, hey, I know you're tired. 
I know you're weary. I know you're dealing with a lot of stuff there, a lot of strife, a lot of difficulties, confusion. I know it's not easy at times, but don't give up. I have a friend who lives in Williamsburg, and I've, uh, I've known him for a long time. His wife has early onset dementia. It has been heartbreaking for him to watch the love of his life, who raised their four children. And this is a godly woman of incredible strength and character, slowly fade into a shell of her former self. Their oldest daughter and her family moved in with them to help take care of her. At times, he has to help feed her, bathe her. He described how one day she turned to him and said, Can I ask you a question? Who are you? Are you my husband? It's extremely hard. It can be exhausting at times but he doesn't give up. There are some immensely powerful words of encouragement in the Bible to help us deal with times like these. Many of you are familiar with them, and they are verses that people memorize, put to heart, and you'll see why. Could you put up Philippians, Jordan? I know you've heard this verse. I can do all things through Messiah who strengthens me. I can do all things through Messiah who strengthens me. All things, not just some things, all things. You know, people have dissected these words in this verse, putting emphasis on different parts. You can read it this way. I can do all things through Messiah who strengthens me. Gives me strength, makes me stronger. I can do all things through Messiah. It is Messiah that gives me strength. I can do all things, not just some things, all things. I can do it. I can do it through Messiah. I can do all things through Messiah who strengthens me. Powerful words, words of strength. Here's another one, Romans chapter 8, verse 37. But in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. All these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. More than conquerors. Now, think about when this was written back then. And who's, this, this is Romans, so it's written to the Messianic community in Rome. Who were the conquerors in those days? The Romans, most powerful empire in the world at that time. They ruled over most of Europe, northern Africa, the Mediterranean, everything. And he's saying, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. See those guys around you, this big army, these Caesars, these conquerors? We are more than conquerors through him, Yeshua, who loved us. When you are tired at the point of exhaustion, it can be tempting to make decisions on what you feel rather than what you know. 
if you talk to yourself the right way, you're going to feel the second wind kick in. Talk to yourself with these verses. Speak the truth of the word to yourself. And let me tell you, if you never have periods when you don't feel like giving up, you probably need some larger goals. You may be taking it a little too easy. These are points to stretch, to strengthen you, to build you up. Isaiah, in verse, chapter 40, verse 31. It says, But they who wait for Adonai will renew their strength. They will soar up with wings as eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. When you are sensing battle fatigue, wait on Adonai, and he will renew your strength. God is not going to give you strength today that you need tomorrow. Say to yourself, I can do this one more day. He will give me the strength for today. I can do this. I can do all things through Messiah who strengthens me. You know, Moses and the 12 tribes were camped right next to the promised land. They had left Egypt, but now they were tired. They were fearful. They got this report back from the spies who went into the promised land. Ten out of the 12 said, Ugh, we can't do it. They're, they're giants in that, land, in that land. We can't handle this. Only Joshua and Caleb said, we can do this. Some said, you know, maybe we should just settle here. That word, settle. They started talking themselves out of it. They ended up wandering in the wilderness for 40 years because of their unbelief. Don't be a wanderer. You know, when a woman is in labor, she faces the greatest pain right before the baby is born. When things are most uncomfortable for you, you are close to deliverance. Don't be discouraged and settle. Stretch to reach your full potential. Potential. See that baby born. There are many records of Yeshua performing miracles in the Gospels. Yeshua was teaching in a house in Capernaum. By now, word had spread about the Messiah. The house was packed with people. A paralyzed man wanted to be healed by Yeshua. So four of his friends carried him on a stretcher to go see Yeshua. Much to their surprise, they got to the house, and it was so crowded, people were spilling out the doorway into the street. It was so jam-packed. Think about how disappointed they must have been. They had carried him all the way on this stretcher. Now they can't get in. They could have said, oh, well, ain't going to happen today. Maybe next time. Maybe we'll be teaching around here some other place. We'll just go back home. No. Instead, they got up on the roof of the house. Houses in those days had roofs made of branches and mud. So they dug a hole in the roof and lowered the stretcher down into the room with him on it. Can you imagine the sight? People sitting in the room and suddenly bits of mud, dirt, branches, chunks of wood come raining down on them. And there he is. There he was. 
He got healed. You see, oftentimes, right before the miracle, things get a little rough. You encounter some roadblocks. But it says, if you faint not, you will reap. Your greatest victory will come when you're tired. When you feel tired, wait on the Lord. So, things are a little uncomfortable right now. It's a little chilly in here. But I want to tell you, don't grow weary. Saturday night, I was up on the roof of this building with men from the heating and air conditioning company. It was pitch black up there. And this young man had to get up on an extension ladder on top of the roof, leaning against the chimney, which is about 15 feet in the air, to look down into the chimney, make sure there's no obstruction. I'm up there. I'm just praying, Lord, bless this young man. Keep your hedge of protection about him. Please keep him safe. Things looked pretty dark at the time, literally. So repairs are going to be made tomorrow, and we'll be back in business next week. You know what? We got a second win this week. Our accountants completed the year-end financials, and the synagogue is financially healthy. Yes. Amen. Now, okay, yeah, there's still a lot of work to be done. This building has some aches and pains. It's old, but just like a human being, if we, we take care of it, we can keep it healthy, and it's going to be here for us for a long time. We couldn't do this without folks like you. It's your faithful stand with Tikvot Israel Messianic congregation that makes this all possible. It makes the difference. Together, we will continue our mission to build a congregation for Yeshua within the house of Israel in the greater Richmond area. Our second wind is coming. In fact, I think it's already here. The Lord God will do mighty miracles. Look what he's doing here. Friends, he will do miracles like that in your life as well. Your second wind is coming. And I'd like to close with a song. It's called Wait on the Lord. Those who wait on the Lord, they shall not grow weary. Those who wait on the Lord, they shall walk and be holy. Look, see Yeshua as he walked. Behold the Lamb of God. Your walk, it speaks of who you are. 
Walk as he walks, you will go far. Those who wait on the Lord, they shall not grow weary. Those who wait on the Lord, they shall walk and be holy. Ah, don't my soul, it waits in silence. My hope, it only comes from you. I wait with hope and expectation. Yeshua, my joy, my salvation. Those who wait on the Lord, they shall not grow weary. Those who wait on the Lord, they shall walk and be holy. Therefore, be patient, my brothers, until the coming of the Lord. Like a farmer who waits for precious rain. Strengthen your hearts, you will harvest again. Those who wait on the Lord, they shall not grow weary. Those who wait on the Lord, they shall walk and be holy. Those who wait on the Lord, they shall not grow weary. Those who wait on the Lord, they shall walk and be holy. They shall walk and be holy. They shall walk and be holy. Lord God, we wait on you. Lord, there's nobody else to wait for. Lord, we put our trust in you. We walk with you. Lord, you talk with us along the way. Thank you for being there with us, Lord. Thank you for sending your son as our Messiah. We give you praise. We give all honor and praise and glory this day in Yeshua's name. Amen.